Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Nobody is Doing It Right, a podcast for uncertain creatives. My name is Katerina. I am a freelance writer and editor. I write ebooks that are informative and novels that are fiction. And I also help clients edit their manuscripts, their fiction manuscripts, um, to just help them bring their stories to life. I love being surrounded by stories and helping storytellers. So that's what I do. Um, you can find me and my work on katerinawrites.com. I'll have all my socials and website linked in the show notes. Um, yeah, so I'm started a podcast. <laughs> um, I've never done this before. And it's a little nerve wracking because I have to listen to my own voice for however long this episode's going to be. And normally I just listen to the clacking of my keyboard when I'm writing all day. So it's a little different, but I think the more I do it, the easier it's going to be and the more used to it I'll get. Um, so the reason I wanted to start this podcast is because when I was starting my creative journey, and that creative journey has changed a lot throughout the years, I was devouring podcasts like it was part of my job. These podcasts were so motivational and so inspiring that they really helped me gain perspective of what I was doing and how it was viewed and the moves I can make to make it something that I really enjoy. You know, I think we're all stuck in a very traditional, well, not everyone, I was for a while stuck in the idea of traditional work and how that looked. And I'm starting to learn that in this day and age and with the kind of career I want, which is as a writer, um, it's not traditional, you know? Um, and the journey is very different. So I want to help inspire people and motivate people the same way that I was motivated by the podcasts I've listened to. And I don't think there's enough podcasts out there for um, creatives or aspiring creatives. So I thought I would help be a little bit of a, a guiding light for some people and just to share my story, my lessons, and just any advice I have really. Um, yeah, so the first episode is going to be generally about how being a creative is hard. Man, is it hard being a creative? <laughs> um, there are a few subcategories that I want to address throughout this, but um, it's more of a general overview of what it's like being a creative. And a creative doesn't have to be a specific job, right? It doesn't have to specifically be for writers. It's for anybody that likes to create things, you know? Um, and it's a tough process because you have to be certain of yourself and kind of get over all the inhibitions that come along with doing things differently than other people expect you to. And that's very hard to do because we are not always trained to be like that. Um, at least I wasn't. So I've had to kind of learn it and I'm still working on it now and still battling certain demons <laughs> that come up. Um, yeah. So the first, I guess, pro the first step in the process and one of the hardest aspects is getting that first idea. Getting the first idea is a great feeling. You usually get it in the middle of the night, for me at least, and I have to wake up, jot it down so I don't forget it, but it comes out of nowhere um, and you just get really excited about it. This first idea is not conceptualized properly. <laughs> it doesn't always make sense. It makes sense to you in your head. Um, so you have to be able to articulate it to other people so that they get it, you know? And when you have that initial idea, you are just so excited and just want to get started on it as soon as possible. And that is difficult because you don't have the foundation yet to be able to start it and tackle it effectively. 
And a lot of the time what happens to me at least is you, I, I would get this idea and I would try to dive into it and I would stumble and then I would lose my motivation and inspiration. And that's hard because as a creative, your job, your potential career, your hobby, whatever, um, is to come up with ideas. And there are going to be a lot of ideas and there's going to be a lot of mishaps that happen with those ideas. And they're always going to lead you down a different path each time. And the way you viewed it initially is going to be different than the second time you view it or the any sort of editing you do to it. And just having that initial idea is difficult because you don't know how to go about getting it off the ground. That is always the hardest part. <laughs> having the idea comes out of nowhere, but getting it off the ground is where I think a lot of people fumble. And I'm here to tell you that that is understandable and that will happen a lot. You will have an idea, you will lose it. You will get a new idea and you'll probably lose that too. Don't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> and then you have that idea and you're really gung-ho on it. You're set, you're prepared. So you want to get started. You want to take that leap. You want to go for it. So you start thinking about everything you have to do. You plan out your tasks. You plan out what's the to-do list. You plan out your marketing concept. You plan out the project, whatever that looks like. You get your materials. And that is just so hard to do for a lot of people is to get that motivation and just to feel confident in taking that initial step. It is very hard to step outside your comfort zone and what you know and how you've been living your life so far and just get something started just to and just do it. Getting started is part of life. You're going to have to start a lot of new things all the time. And it's a big hump that you have to get over in order to be able to pursue a creative career because there are a lot of blocks that come along with that. Whether that's external conflict from your family, your friends, maybe unsupportive people in your life, an internal conflict where you just don't feel capable, you don't feel worthy, you don't feel smart enough, you will not feel like you can do what you're setting out to do, even though it's your idea. You know, you came up with the idea, who better to, to, to create it than you, right? But the getting started part is difficult for a lot of people, uh, and I think it deters a lot of people from just doing what they want to do with their life uh, and their dreams. And it's sad, but just know that you're not alone, really. I go through it all the time. Uh, and I continue to go through it anytime I decide to start something new. Even with this podcast, you know, I had the idea and I knew that if I didn't do it immediately and make the steps and, and set it up on my website, that... I wouldn't feel as confident to do it if I thought about it for longer. Um, so yeah, getting started, that's a tough one. So you've gotten started. You've written down all the things you have to do. You have your to-do list. You have your plans. You have your plots. You have your descriptions, whatever. You have your, your URL, whatever you need to get started. And now it's time to be in the dirt. Being in the dirt and doing the work is not fun. Because as a creative, as a writer specifically, you are shown this idealized view of what it means to be a creative, what it means to be somebody who creates something from nothing. It's very glamorous a lot of the time that, especially as a writer, you know, you should be at a cafe in Paris writing and then magically it turns into a book. 
no, that's, that's not how it works. And I've had to learn that the hard way and I'm still learning it. But you have to put in the work. You have to be in the dirt and separate yourself from the idea. The idea is all the thinking. And now you have to just do the doing part. And the doing part is messy. It's it's fun, but it's not necessarily what you are going to look back on and see as your accomplishment. The doing is the employee aspect of, of being creative. The dirt is not glamorous, but it can be enjoyable once you get into it. The fun part of being a creative is being in the flow, you know, losing track of time, forgetting that you have to eat even though you're hungry, just being so enraptured by your art that you forget that you have to do other things. But when you're doing the when you're in the dirt and you're doing the work, you're not always able to live in the in the flow because these are tasks that need to be done. And you'll notice soon that there are more and more tasks that build up. And it's very hard for many people to sit down and just do the work because it can become quickly overwhelming. Along with creating, you have to market. And with marketing comes a lot of different facets um, depending on the route you're going down. You can do your website, blog posts, you can do a podcast, you can do... Um, a newsletter, like there's so many aspects that you have to consider and it gets exhausting. And to think about that before you can even envision yourself finishing whatever project you're working on is intimidating and it will be disheartening <laughs> and you will feel like quitting, but you do, you do need to be in the dirt. You might feel confident in your idea when you get started, but once you're down in the nitty gritty of it and you're in the dirt and you're doing the work, you might begin to lose some of that confidence because you'll realize how difficult it is, you know? And uh, that's that's really hard when you have like a vision or a dream because you'll realize that sometimes things are just bigger than you expected and sometimes bigger than what you can handle. And that's just the reality of, of it, of being a creative, of being in the dirt, of doing what you want to do and of like just really committing to it. So you've been in the dirt You've been doing all the work. You have trudged through it all. You've done your blog posts. You've done your social media. You're, you have a, a mailing list. You have all that stuff. You do it. You do it every day. It's a non-negotiable that you're doing it. And during that process, a, a very important aspect, and that's kind of hard to do when you're in the mindset of doing the work, is maintaining connection to your why. Why are you doing the work? Once you, If you lose your why... Everything else falls along with it. Your why is the reason you're getting up in the morning. Your why is the reason you're putting in all this effort. And sometimes it can be hard to maintain vision of your why when you're just doing the work, when you're kind of becoming a machine and doing the work because you know you have to do it. So you've set yourself up to be able to do the work. You've scheduled your time. You know what you're doing. But sometimes when we, you get into that mechanical mindset, you forget your why and then when you're out of it, when you get out of it, you lift your head up after hours of doing whatever you're doing or months or, or whatever. And you realize that you don't know what your purpose is, you know, or you've lost connection with it. You don't feel the same way as you did about what you're doing. And now everything kind of feels a little hopeless. This is why it's so important to stay connected to your why and, and why it's so difficult being creative because your why can always be changing there's no set why, but you have to be aware of when it changes and 
change with it. But if you're in the mindset of doing the work in the dirt, that might not happen. The two might disconnect and that kind of makes the whole the whole process falter and can be really difficult to come back from and feel confident and feel motivated and feel like you're making progress in whatever you're creating. So once you've rediscovered your why, you've relit the flame under it, you have to be able to forgive yourself when things don't go right because you are human and things will not go right. You are flawed and you will create flawed things. That is just the reality and it ha- you have to be prepared for it. And this is incredibly hard, especially for me, because while I'm not necessarily a perfectionist, I do like maintaining control. And when things don't go the way I want them to, even if it's not like perfect, my execution isn't perfect or the plan isn't perfect, if they don't go the way I want them to, the way I plan them out to, I can get very overwhelmed and I can really lose myself because I have tried so hard to keep it all under control. But in reality, there is, there's no control to really gain because creativity is so fluid. Um, things change. You start a project and you think you know where it's going and then you completely change your mind or you completely screw it up and it doesn't come out the way you expect it to. And that's okay. You have to be able to accept what has happened and forgive yourself for it and move on. Otherwise, you are going to be looking back at it for the rest of your life and thinking how you could have done it right or how you could have done it differently to make it better or whatever. Things are always going to go wrong. That is a for sure thing. That's that is a guarantee that things are going to go wrong. But the way you handle it will affect your experience as a creative. And that's why it's so hard that's why this whole process is hard because you could work really hard. You can come up with the idea. You can, you know, get yourself motivated and get started, get out of bed or sit in your desk or whatever, be in the dirt, do all the work, work really hard for a long time, know what your vision is, you know, stay in, stay connected to that vision and be really self-aware and everything could still go wrong because it's just not right for you or you've changed the way you see your project or you just realize that you were doing it because you thought that's what you should be doing and in those moments you ha- you have no other choice other than to forgive yourself and move on and it's hard and it makes you feel like you've wasted a lot of time and it makes you feel like you are not capable just like how you might have thought you weren't capable in the beginning of the whole process um, but it is vital to growth it is vital to being able to maintain your sanity really because you're going to have more ideas, you're going to have more work to do. It's always going to happen. It's always going to be a cycle. And at the end of the day, you're always going to fail. You're not going to fail with everything that you do, but you're going to fail and you're going to fail often. And the failures, I think, are the most important part because they teaches you what you don't want. Um, and it teaches you what you're just not meant to do, really. So failing is important. You need to fail and you need to be okay with it because at the end of the day, there's nothing you can really change about how you approach something once it's already done. So I hope my views on the topic of being a creative have been useful or motivational in some sense to you because I know that I often need to be reminded of these these aspects of it, that it doesn't come easy, that what we see online is not necessarily the truth behind all the work that goes into a project. Although in this day and age, 
with social media, you are able to see the behind the scenes a little bit more and, and realize how much work goes into what you're, what someone is trying to create. Um, it isn't just kind of this romanticized vision of what it means to be an artist. Um, but it is, it is important to kind of keep these in mind and remind yourself of them. I remind myself of them all the time in a visual way. I have sticky notes on my wall that I look at every day to remind me that failure is a superpower and to say yes to things that seem like mistakes because they often teach you the biggest lessons and to just kind of keep going to to know what your vision is and know what you want to do and just kind of do it uh, because no one else is going to do it and that's the that's the hard reality is that nobody else is going to do what you want to do for you they have no reason to this is your vision it's your purpose so it's important that you I guess accept that you're going to have to do it and you're going to have to fail at it and you're going to have to experience all the uncomfortable things about being a creative um, if you want to be one. No one else is going to do your creativity for you and that's what's really hard. Uh, You have to take full accountability for it. I wish someone else would execute the ideas I have in my head for me. (laughs) That would be a lot easier but I guess maybe not as fun because a lot of the fun is also had when you do the the work and you're in the dirt. So yeah, I hope to explore more ideas like this in future episodes, maybe get a little bit more detailed and thorough in the ideas. Uh, This is my first time recording a podcast on my own, so it's a little awkward. Uh, And hopefully the next time around, I'll be a bit less nervous and I'll have more to talk about. So until next time, uh, feel free to get in contact with me on my social media or on my website, katerinawrites.com. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.